Hello, hello. What's up? What's up? It is a new day. It is a new week and it's time to get social. My name is Kayvana and welcome to the Introverts Social Hour. Welcome. Today we are talking about if the nine to five life we are all guided towards is a scam. Is it worth it? You know, what's going on with this? Uh, we're talking about it from a zillennial perspective. Um, I like to call myself a zillennial in a way. Um, I don't really feel like I identify with both. Uh, but fresh into this world, it's kind of like interesting figuring what that nine to five life looks like and is it all it's shaped up to be? Um, now, of course, not everyone one works a nine to five um, in the sense sometimes it's a seven to three or a 10 to six, or some people also work their own hours or part time. So you may or may not directly connect with this, but there are so many options. Um, but we are talking about that person who's working that eight hours a day. So for this topic, I brought a friend from college. We've worked together. We've done a lot of things outside of nine to five, very much part time too, together um, in college. Um, someone who has worked a nine to five for two years at this point and is also currently getting out of out of it, too. Um, please welcome Andrew to the podcast. Woo woo. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Um, how are you doing today, Andrew? How's life? You know, it's been it's been nice. So I know. I know you just mentioned that I I'm getting out of the nine to five. I just did that like this past week. So it's been it's been good. I don't know when this is going up. So it might be some time since then. But I yeah. feel in a in a way a little bit of a release. You know, I feel um excited to wrap up and, you know, I might be going into another one right afterwards. But, you know, at least we get a little bit of a transition. So you caught me at a good time. Um yeah. And I've been doing a lot of self-reflecting. So I think today is going to be awesome. Yeah, I was going to say been a lot of what I've been thinking about. That's awesome. Literally perfect timing. <laughs> it was like, um, I would love to hear some of your perspectives too. as like changing out of it. Um, obviously, you don't know where you're going next. But like that transitional phase, I think is so cool. So I'm definitely gonna pick your brain. Um, mm -hmm. I will want to say, so you've been doing a nine to five for two years. Was that your first nine to five job? Yeah, so I, I think we did we graduate at the same time. I think twenty twenty for me. Yeah, twenty twenty. So like okay. we, yeah. Um, when I graduated, I, I, yep, I went straight into a nine to five. Um, it was for a startup, and I lasted about a month, and I ended up, I ended up quitting right afterwards. Uh, mostly because it was a, um, I there was a lot of yelling involved, and Ooh. it was my first time working in like a marketing environment. It was very mm -hmm. stressful, very high stress. I don't think I really understood what I was getting myself into. Um, and then I took a small break in between then, but I picked up a nine to five around uh, the year after, around like middle of the year. So mm -hmm. since then I've been going strong for almost two years now. Um, I switched jobs one time in between then. I started in July of 2021. Mm -hmm. And I worked until December of 2021. And then I switched over to my current job right now. Um, okay. And I've been working there since then until end of July, 2023, which is when I'm officially going to leave. Ooh. So like literally exactly, almost, almost exactly like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same job, but yeah. Two years of just uh, consistent. I work an eight to 430 job. Mm -hmm. um but it's the same amount of like time because I know nine to five people take like a one hour lunch mm -hmm. for us it is this it is a one hour lunch but technically like 30 minutes of that is paid because we combine our 15 minutes um so I know Got some it. some companies do that and so I follow eight to four thirty but it's eight hours of working for two years okay see okay so I I know you told me your experience as far as like your the first one when you were there for a month what has your experience been like at a nine to five so far in like these last two years yeah so I think going out of college you know um I was really craving stability for the most part yeah. as a college student like especially since we were on such a tight schedule most of the time like our our schedules will look different so frequently because mm -hmm. of our jobs but also because of our classes and things so I was just really in the beginning I was really excited being like hey I'm gonna have 40 hours a week I know exactly what my hours are going to be I know how to plan around my day and it's going to be like that consistently and to a certain extent I still feel that way right now like I really appreciate having a consistent routine you know mm -hmm. it keeps keeps me kind of on a schedule and for me I think my life kind of craves that kind of structure so I appreciate that 
Um, but there is a certain moment where I feel like you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. And then you're like, oof, oh wait, but I'm going to be doing this <laughs> for the rest of my <laughs> life. Um, and I think that realization was a little bit difficult. And these past two years, you know, like I definitely have gotten used to that structure and working in that structure. So I feel pretty comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. But um, right now, I would say I have a very like pros and cons. Like there are parts where I do enjoy like that stability for one is one of the things I really enjoy. But yeah. um, to, an- to another extent, like one thing, one just random thing I can think of is that like for for medical appointments or for like dentist appointments uh, specifically for me their hours are exactly the same as my exactly, working hours yes. yeah and I'm like okay so like you know this job is great because it gives you benefits but then you can't really use those benefits the way that you wanted to mm. um because you have to uh go out and get an appointment done and I think for me like it's when it doesn't work the way that it's supposed to is when things get a little dicey, you know, like for example, if I have an appointment in the middle of the day, I have to take time off and then Mm -hmm. that messes up how your regular schedule goes and what your responsibilities look like. And so when it works, it works when it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know. I feel like that's the best way I can, I can put it. Okay. I I like that you mentioned that um, because I didn't, when I was thinking of this podcast, even though this that is something I always think about, um, I had not thought about the medical like like dentist part of it all. Um, we'll talk about it further, but just like a random insert, I do think it's kind of weird that they don't insert. You know how we have like sick hours and we have like mm. all these other things. Like we should have like specific hours in order for us to go take doctor's appointments where we shouldn't be taking our personal time away. Yeah, or. Like, I know, like, for example, like, my my boss is, like, cool with it if we just t- let her know and we, you know, take the time off ASIC hours or whatever, but mm-hmm. some people aren't, you know? Um, and I think you bring up a good point, like, because, you know, certain things about work are, like, laws, you know, you have to take lunch, and those are all mm-hmm. set to protect, you know, workers like us, so is that part of a pr- protection that we need, you know, in terms of, like, the easy access to to medical services and being able to use them i know covid brought us a couple of those um in terms of like more flexibility but like yeah is there like a greater way of you know making that happen or legalizing something or having a policy i definitely think it'd have to be for sure like it'd have to go the policy route for sure for it to be like solidified um and I, I do now wonder, like, how many people are thinking that same exact thing? Because then I wonder, like, how close would it be to getting to a point of, like, policy and stuff? But, yeah, that's a good that's a good point to make. Um, I, so you can know my background a bit. I didn't officially get my first 9 to 5 until January 2022. Post-college, I was actually doing a lot of part-time work. Um, mm-hmm. So... My first part, not my first part time, my first full time job is being a teacher and I'm still a teacher. So I've been doing it now for about a year and some change, a year and a half at this point, um, a half a school year and a full school year in total. Um, for me, it's a bit longer, um, especially because I work at a charter school. So I work, we have to be there at 730. And then because I, I teach dance now and they changed their school hours this recent school year. So I'm there from 730 to 445, which is wow. really intense. Wow. Um, That's why I know. Yeah. And sometimes on test days, because once again, it's a charter school, um, they kind of just do whatever um, they require us to be there by seven. So for, for test days um, to prepare. So is that like a nine hour day for you? Yeah it's long wow mm-hmm. is it hourly do you is it an hourly job no so that's another oh. thing so um and we'll talk about that more too I talked about it in my teacher's podcast as well like they're playing in our faces um oh. so that's been the biggest struggle because I'm there longer than eight hours um which already makes me kind of like hate the eight hour model <laughs> in <Right>. general <laughs> um and then it's constant work because usually teachers 
getting those breaks and things like that. I wish it was a little bit more structured and formulated um, with that. Oh, you 15 here, 15 there, get a, you know, an hour there, things like that. Cause while I've worked, I haven't worked full-time before that I had worked part-time and I've worked full-time days and I know what that system looks mm-hmm. like. Um, but yeah, it's very rough. Um, so currently I am in the goal of finding that transition um, and looking for that next step. So I, that's why I was like, Oh, I'd love to pick your brain because (laughs) that's where I'm at as well. I'm like, yeah, everything is not equating right now. Um, and we'll talk about that. So (laughs) let's just like go based off like what the nine to five style looks like. So we already know in the United States specifically, it's Monday to Friday. There's seven days in a week. Those are five Mm -hmm. of them. Um, and then you're usually working either a nine to five, or as you said, like eight 30, four 30, um, or whatever there's seven to three and different things like that 10 to six different ranges of what an eight hour workday looks like um and some people have wondered like what those like that their high expectations and demands is what people say um in regards to like individuals and the work structure Mm -hmm. um in regards to like jobs expect more from us than they are willing to give themselves if that makes sense um yes what do you think about that do you agree do you disagree yeah I mean it's a it's an interesting thing because I saw so I know TikTok isn't like the best source to go for it. <laughs> hey, but I, someone sent one my coworker actually sent me this TikTok because we were t- talking about it but it's interesting that we place value and like people's work based on number of hours that we put in because mm-hmm. You know, like it's very interesting because you work a salary job and I work an hourly. So I get paid, you know, dependent on how much I work. Um, so in a way that favors me because like um if I work longer hours, I'm like, hey, you can, you know, you have to pay me more, I get overtime or things like that. Mm-hmm. And versus a salary where if you work a little bit more, it's more like, well, you start you're still getting the same pay. Um what's really interesting though is that if I, for example, like let's say you and I have our coworkers and we have the same job, right? Yeah. And let's say for the sake of examples, let's say like, I'm just a shit, I'm, I'm just a terrible You're worker. Uh, I'm just a lazy worker. I, you know, um, I get, I don't want to say lazy because that's that's also subjected to her. Let's just say I get my work done at like a very slow pace. I'm mm-hmm. just, a, I take longer to learn, you know, maybe a task that someone can get done in like two hours takes me four. Let's say, yeah for example and that's valid you know everybody has a different pace of getting work done and let's say you're like a speed demon and you get stuff done really quickly mm-hmm. um the thing is we work the same amount of hours but most likely we're going to be doing like a different amount of workload 100%. and i think that is like weird because like so i've had that experience a little bit where like i'm wanting to you know be the best employee that i can be so if i'm efficient then that makes it better and i get more stuff done and then i started realizing that like my boss like okay you just finished I'm just gonna give you some more stuff to do Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of sitting there like hey like that's fine but also I'm kind of tired I was hoping like you know me getting this done thing done quicker means that I don't have to like spend eight hours doing this you know I could have some downtime or maybe I could take a break and then get to something else you know um so I think that's interesting just because the expectations and demands kind of shift I think depending on from person to person you know and some people work based on what needs to get done right like you have this and this you have this project that you need to finish and you have a certain time frame to do that so for like a salary worker for example you might work a little bit of extra hours or maybe you might get stuff done quickly but as long as it gets done that's more so the goal and then and I'm experiencing on my end as a as a nine to five like maybe like an hourly worker it's like well if you can get stuff done quicker then we're gonna squeeze more stuff into those hours because mm. by 4 30 I'm like okay I'm out bye right no, regardless okay. of what happened that day regardless of you know whether I had a lot to do or whether I had a little to do mm-hmm. um so I think there's a bit of an imbalance there I I Thank can't you. seem to think of like a solution to that you know like there's that salary like my co-workers are salary workers and sometimes mm-hmm. they stay like two three extra hours and they still you know get paid the same so yeah. in a way I there's like pros and cons you know and 
it's like where's the where's the I guess the the sweet spot for those kinds of things and mm-hmm. my only answer is more so like money you know it's like I was about to literally though I was about to say the same thing I think I think salary wouldn't be an issue and is not an issue for people who feel like they are getting paid the work they're doing like if it's equivalent um because like if you're getting overworked i think that gets very obvious like you know what your Mm -hmm. you know your job description is you know what they said you were going to do and all of a sudden they start giving you somebody else's work okay that's weird or all of a sudden they're starting to give you work that's above your technically above your pay grade because that's a a higher role so that's when it's like okay well that's not equivalent and and that's the struggle because salary they can just kind of give you you know hmm you need something else to do bop just kind of like you said oh right. you're done. oh here you go another something else oh can you stay an extra hour or so to do this or oh this needs to be done make sure it's done you, you, here's the deadline whether you get it done at work and at, at the desk or whether you get it done at home um which is a struggle i kind of have and that's just a general teacher struggle as well right um but yeah i 100 agree with that i also have that struggle of I tend to be that person who's like not necessarily in regards to speed, but I put a bit more care into my work no matter what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have had those experiences where I'm putting a hundred percent into my job and someone's putting in, to be honest, like 50 and we're getting paid the same. And that becomes, you know, weird to me. And once again, that's the struggle of, well, how do you really solve that? That's not, I don't know. That one's even harder. Um, but I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I it's you kind of want and it's like it's 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 a balance too because it's like, you know, P, when we talk about in just general terms like everyone who has a job should be able to afford where they live and, you mm-hmm. know, do what they want to do in terms of like just have enough to live, you know, have a roof over your head to be able to eat, things mm-hmm. like that. Like part of the reason why I'm also leaving is because I'm I'm moving out and it's because what I'm being paid just, just doesn't match up with what the city requires. Yeah. Me, you know, to that's a whole separate, you know, topic for another time. But it's mm-hmm. like it becomes a lot easier when like it's easier for you to focus on work if the money that you're making takes care of all the other like I don't want to say issues in your life, but like things that need attention in your life you know if if I think eating out is a really good example like if you can afford to eat out all the time you don't have to worry about cooking when you get home or especially if you have a family and you need to feed people that isn't just you Mm -hmm. um I feel like that really becomes a a a big thing and I know there's also folks who don't have that privilege you know where they work that same amount of hours and they still have to find a way to make it work because they don't get paid enough um I think it's I when you bring up like working part-time but also working the same amount of hours as a full-time person you're working full-time but as a part-time worker like yeah it happens a lot especially on my family side I can mm-hmm. you know can relate to that because they don't really get a lot of benefits and they don't get yeah. sick hours and if they have to go to a medical appointment they just lose the money essentially mm-hmm. um because they miss out on that timing so in a way I feel like I'm speaking from like a place of privilege because I was personally happy with like you know the benefits and Mm -hmm. you know the workers protections because I am covered under union and that's a big oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that is a big thing because you know there's a lot of negotiation and there's a lot of like you know big backing behind us to Mm -hmm. be able to get those benefits but this is you know an ideal situation like when it's good when you have the benefits and when you have supportive people in your um in your circle like all those things work towards making it work but then when it doesn't work for example like when they give you more stuff to do as a teacher or if they don't pay you enough or you know if your insurance doesn't work in the places because you you have to take time off of work to get it done Mm -hmm. like when it doesn't work I feel like that's when we start to see like the issues with what the model is and I do want to talk about that because I think that's the most important part like everything that you mentioned it falls on your personal like quality of life Like, Mm -hmm. so I do want to like move into like the struggles and the sacrifices that we make for our work. Um, I can give some examples as well. Like, so you mentioned like so many that are really awesome as well. But I even like, I always think of this idea of like, we're expected to sleep eight hours and then also work eight hours that's 16 hours gone let's not even talk about commute time right (laughs) (laughs) to work let's not even talk about like you said say you got to cook food say you got to prep 
um, for your meals for the week. Um, you also, people also say, Hey, you should also make sure you are doing some form of physical activity. Mm -hmm. Um, so what does that look for, mm -hmm. for you, um, in your week? Um, that doesn't include social time, um, just personal health and self-care time, which tends to be the thing that falls off first, to be quite right. honest. Um, then that then leads to like health decline and loss of that self-care and personal time and social time with others. Um, which I think was the most frustrating thing for me. Um, because I was like, I like snapped to this thing of like, I'm important. And like, because the job was so intense, I was like, why am I prioritizing this job that would never prioritize me? Like, you know, that they always say that thing of like, yes. they would find someone else quick to replace you and that is so true mm -hmm. because fun fact my job constant constant new people coming in because the the i can't even think of the proper term but like the new hire rate let's just say that i can't think of the proper term right now is so high because so many yeah. people quit <laughs> um, same same for same same in my uh in my i don't want to even say my department but just where i work in general yeah 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. it's I'm so glad you brought up commute because that's a big thing for me. Um, so I actually, so I work eight to four thirty. So I actually leave my house, my apartment. Actually, my, I leave my apartment at six thirty in the morning because the commute to work. I don't have a car, so that's a big thing. Got it. Um, so you're busing. Yeah, I bus to work. That takes an hour and a half. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm there eight to four thirty, and then I get off, and the buses aren't so lucky to me. So I get home around six twenty. So yeah. it's actually like 12, it's a 12 hours hour day. out of my day. Yeah, no, 12 hours just consistently. And um, that's, a. I mean, I consider that to be a, <laughs> to be a sacrifice. So yeah. I have about like, if I want eight hours of sleep, I have about like three to four hours to squeeze in all the, all the rest of the things that I want to squeeze in. And I'm glad you bring that up because, again, a lot of the things that we have to take care of is outside of that. Like 16 hours already just is, is bonkers to me, you know, like mm -hmm. it's just wiped away and the expectations that are placed on you. Like, I don't, I don't know if societal or just whatever, but like, like you mentioned, like you need to exercise every day and you need to, you know, like eat healthy and you need to, you know, take care of yourself and self-care and keep appearances together and see your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Just that consistency. I think like, even if you are able to do that, I think there's mm -hmm. like, um a question about like how sustainable that is you know and yeah. how frequently you can do because there's a point where I, I feel like I could have done that like and there was a point mm -hmm. where I was doing that but like only for like a week and a half you know exactly and then that drain like, yeah and then you're just like one day you just come home like for me I think we can relate because it sounds like you know like I work with students and you also work with students although in different capacities it's like yeah. It's a emotionally and mentally exhausting job. Like we don't necessarily come home like my body's aching because I, you know, carry so many things, but yeah. more so like I just need to lie down because I I just don't want to think for however much. And losing that ability for the rest of your day is just very detrimental. Like, you yeah. know, it's it's odd because I also worked a, a physical job before where it's just all like it was like food service so I was just mm -hmm. not very like emotionally invested into it but it was just more like getting things done and it was, yeah. it was like oh yeah my body's aching but I also want to see my friends I want to do all these things and you know sometimes I think about like yeah maybe like like you know like I had a a, a very typical like university like privileged education route but it's also like okay but like what about just like physical labor you know like that that isn't mm -hmm. sustainable you know long term like going yeah. into older ages but it's like that's the industry that my parents go into and it's like sometimes they're happier that way so mm -hmm. I think about like their sacrifices on multiple ends you know it has to be physical mental emotional um and I don't really know what a good solution for that is people always tell you like um like take care of yourself mm -hmm. but what does that what does that mean? I don't know what yeah. that means. <laughs> I I do think it is hard to do with the current work style that we have. Um, like as you said, like where do they find the time? The people that do, and even I was like, oh, I'm I'm doing it, you know, for a week, but there's that mental exhaustion of you're pushing yourself to really fit in everything. And in reality mm -hmm. and realistically, all that stuff is not gonna fit in a 24 hour period. Um, <laughs> and it's hard because I also want to mention this too. 
I don't know if you've experienced the same thing, but for me, that weekend is not a full two day weekend because no. <laughs> I'm working Monday through Friday, Saturday. I'm kind of no. chilling, you know, maybe I'm getting all the errands I need to get done for the weekend. Catch up day. Yeah. Catch up day. I call it catch up. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. And then I kind of get Sunday scaries. So then let's say Sunday comes <laughs> around and I'm meal prepping. I'm cooking for the week. I'm making sure my clothes are washed for the week. I'm yeah. doing all the stuff to make sure I'm ready for Monday. There is no day where I can just pause, you know? Mm -mm. And so I, I think about that a lot because it's just like, there's just no time. Literally what? So what? Eight times four is 24, right? Yes. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> so 25 percent of our day, 30, 16, 24, 32. 30. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> See, never mind. Yes. Not quick math. <laughs> without even I said yes, without even knowing we're both liable. Um, oh, 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 yes. Yeah, so, yeah. 32 hours. So. um, Whatchamacallit. That's even more time that takes up a lot. I feel like I don't know, even though it's not 25 percent directly, that's still a huge chunk of our um, is that 25 percent? I feel like that's 25%. No, don't ask me about my oh, math. We got, we got, don't, we I was like, don't ask me about my math. Listeners, ignore <laughs> my mathematics. Um, but it does take a huge chunk of the day. Um, and I think that if we're going to do a nine to five, I think that it should be not five out of the seven days of the week. Um, yes. Yeah, that's just my take. But I, I did want to go back to what you said, because I do think it was still on topic of how money is not equating to the work and more yes. importantly money is not equating specifically because no matter how much I'm working it's still not covering the bills I need to pay to survive on my own right um yeah the math is not mathing just like mine wasn't <laughs> the math the math <laughs> is not mathing um because it's like I'm working as I said nine hours so fun fact because I relate to you so much I used to work in the Bronx and I live in Queens um, for New Yorkers, you understand. For your perspective, I was trans. Uh, I was commuting about an hour and a half on a worst day, two hours on a really really bad day oh. of trains, um, an oh. hour on the best day. So I had to leave my apartment at the latest six four. I remember six fourteen. I had to make the six fourteen train. So I was leaving around like six oh four. Takes about ten minutes or so. And then I was, there were days where I didn't get home to like, oh, I can't remember. I was so mad. The trains were struggling that day. It was oh, crowded yeah. because I didn't get home to like seven. And I was like, I've been gone from my apartment for more than 12 hours. Like this 13 hours, literally. Yeah. 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 I was not yeah. happy about that. <laughs> Reliving um, the same life. Yeah. It's better no. now because I, I do work in Queens now. I switched schools for that reason. Mm -hmm. So my shortest commute now, thank goodness, is 30 minutes. Oh um, wow. on a on a good day. Oh. Um 45 for on like a an average day. Um not really a lot of bad days going into Queens because most of the struggles happen towards Manhattan. <laughs> um right. luckily enough. But yeah, that made it a lot better for sure. I had more time for myself because that hour and a half commute. That just left room for me to cry on the train. Like we're not gonna do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like I mean, honestly guy. speaking, if we're talking like, you know, like working hourly and all that stuff, like some people mm -hmm. really do pick up another job on the side. And it's like, I, I think of those hours that. as like that's that's another couple hours I could be working mm -hmm. or doing something else that I could be, you know, doing and making money to hopefully yeah. maybe, you know, afford to live where I live. But mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And you just brought up like yeah sometimes the trains doesn't even work like our our uh bus workers were on strike for the past couple months oh, mm -hmm. um so they straight up were canceling like my buses oh like, man the whole day so it's just like how do you get yeah. there <laughs> and i would tell my i'll tell my boss about it. it's like oh that kind of sucks but it's also like okay but i'm still showing up to work so <laughs> like you know again when it works when it works but it, when it doesn't it just it just messes with you you know yeah um, we I, we we definitely get the short end of the stick as people who are workers um but yeah I, I say the commuting and just like the just the money struggle my goal for myself is like if I'm working all these hours and completely mentally drained and physically drained I end up both as a dance teacher 
if I'm doing all this, I'm working more than nine hours. I'm gone from my home for more than 10 hours that I pay rent for, might I add. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm not even home as much as I would like to be. Most of the time right. I'm home, I'm asleep. Um, the, I, I would love the idea of like, if I'm going to work all this, I would love to have the idea of financial freedom. You know, I should be able to work, be drained and be able to conveniently, not conveniently, like properly comfortably there we go comfortably pay my bills and still be able to do the things I want to do my struggle this summer I was like great I'm a teacher have a summer I don't think I have money for vacation I was like I can't even go Mm -hmm. on vacation I literally I've made it work but I had to cut some things like I had to do some puzzle piecing and maneuvering um, to do it. And I'm still vacationing on a budget, but I was like, there's no way I'm just going to sit here all summer. I was like, I just did a whole freaking year of school and I'm drained and I want to be able to treat myself. Um, But that, yeah, I, I would like that idea. But once again, as you said, like the money does not equate like rents high people like yeah. to buy a home buying homes and I, are high and i think that's why like minimum wage is so important to talk about sometimes because like yeah. like we also like we live in two different literally ends of of the of the you know the country so like yeah. the prices there the prices here how much it costs to live in places food costs like all those things like vary and like you know if you work for like because i work for under like a you know very big corporate structure so it's like oh they're like oh this person might should make this much amount of money for this job and for you know the qualifications blah 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 um versus oh but the city requires you to make the income of like a biology you know like lab scientist in order to live comfortably so like even like just defining what living comfortably means is so hard for us because we're just constantly in a cycle of things are never the same like prices always change change um we hear about things that have a significant financial impact like think like the the supreme court case is a really good example of that like Mm -hmm. you know just knowing that like tons and tons of people like this is really minimizing it but tons of people just aren't able to have that comfort of having some of their loans forgiven because they don't know what they're getting themselves into like those are major kind of financial things that happen and we live, I think, in a society where, like, there's such a big disparity where, like, there's people mm. who, like, we technically fall somewhere, like, I don't know, maybe, like, lower middle yeah, I would class, say. I would say, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, like, there's so many people who are, like, so much, have it so much worse than us. And then there's people mm-hmm. who have it extremely better Way than better. Us. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just such a big disparity. And, like, people have all their opinions and we put it into a hat, but it's, like, when are we actually listening to the people that are like working these jobs and you know mm-hmm. and that's where unions come. <laughs> that's where yeah. unions come in and that's where like all these like different move- movements come in but also like mm-hmm. there's only so much they can do yeah you know? i was just about to say like, this is even then. like this is all like i don't know it's it's it's, it's wild to me that like an employer set all, sets all these rules right and then the union has to like go out of their way you know work out of their hours mm-hmm. um to to advocate for pretty much an entire company or like organization or like a city or district at that point um and advocate for these things only for it to like marginally get better for the for the people involved like i think there's a a, a, a something to be said about like how these struggles sometimes we equate it to ourselves because our personal lives come into it mm-hmm. but in reality, a lot of these struggles happen as a result of just what the structures are in place, you know, like what the city or the government or whoever, you know, or your employer even might set mm. to, to say, this is how you should be living your life, or this is how you should be, you know, um, this is wh- how much we think you're worth. Um, yeah. So I just want to acknowledge that just because I feel like sometimes we, like I get into traffic, like, well, maybe if I just manage my time better, or if I manage my money better, like things mm-hmm. will be better, but also like, part of it is personal responsibility but also part of it is like what times we're living in as people yeah also too like we just happened to also graduate in a really weird time (laughs) um which is kind of unfortunate but yeah things just kept getting more expensive um i do want to move on to like alternative work models um so certain ones that do exist and i've seen happen and i kind of hope for myself in the future um 
are like the four day work week. So some companies have like implemented, you know, a Monday through Thursday system. So mm -hmm. their their employers have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which I think is really cool. Um, I've also seen companies do um, kind of like trying to step into that world, but like cutting Fridays early. So they'll purposely be like, oh, Fridays, we stop working at 12 p.m. Um, and okay. then I've also seen um, specific like shorter work days. So instead of a nine to five, we do something a little different, you know. Um, what do you think about those alternative options? I think alternative is like, see, in an ideal world, like we would overhaul the entire work system. But yeah. I think alternative work models are like ways we can kind of get closer to that. You know, um, one thing that you uh, that I know, like you also like mentioned briefly is like remote work, too. Yeah. Um, I do. My, my, so my boss is nice enough to let us have remote days in a traditional sense we're not supposed to but, yeah um it's like we we get a couple of remote days so like that helps a lot like we we sit around the table and we talk about what we do during remote days because like especially for me like based on like I have a very customer service heavy role so I do have more mm -hmm. time at home where I can fit multiple things in like I sometimes I'll be doing my laundry in the middle of my work day like yeah. you know things like that like I think like in a way like when things don't work you know, having these alternative work models is like a good backup plan. Like having, mm -hmm. like you said, if you have Fridays cut a little bit early, like that's four hours, you can go get your appointments done that you can't schedule in during your regular work days or, mm -hmm. you know, have a little bit of time that if you haven't had any, if you sit all day, right? Like maybe that's some time for you to get some physical exercise or mm -hmm. things like that. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that just because I feel like as a society, we not to say as a society so many times but <laughs> as a no, society true. like we make so much progress in our like quality of life you know like technology mm -hmm. makes things easier we learn to communicate better over you know when the pandemic happened we learned how to communicate better in terms of like ways of communicating over video and audio mm -hmm. and things like that like I think we are ready to evolve how our life works because if everything around us in the world is changing then the way that we live our life should be a little bit different so I'm all for that like mm -hmm. I think there's plenty of talented people out there to be like hey if we can get work done in a similar amount of like in a less amount of time but just more mm -hmm. efficiently then maybe we should cut those hours that we don't need instead of exactly. adding more yeah <laughs> instead of adding more work to do or mm -hmm. um um you know, Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty is like, or nine to five is like a structure available. I think a customer service a lot, like, you know, we want readily available customer service, especially like food and like grocery shopping and like things like that. Like we want those things to be open a lot more. So in a way it's also thinking about like, well, maybe how does that work? If, you know, in the service industry, are people willing, if maybe hours are a little bit shorter, yeah. um, you know, if you have to you know, fit things in, in a smaller, like time crunch, would people be okay with that? I think about those kinds of things, or maybe like, you know, again, minimum wage, like if we work a 30 hour work week, but it's fine because we are able to make a livable wage. Like I'm mm -hmm. always open to exploring and I don't think there's a specific one solution fits all just because, you know, like, oh yeah, of course, this country is mm -hmm. so freaking huge. And like, mm -hmm. there's so many different work types and you know things that are expected from people um I think honestly the uniformity of having like oh everything needs to be a nine to five and things need to be this way is actually what hurts a lot of our industries I, like I agree. teaching for example like it's it, it's wild that like you know like I think the biggest thing people talk about is like teachers using their own pay to pay for stuff in school for their for their um for the children that they teach and mm -hmm. like I mean, a, a, a band-aid solution is to like, oh, have a stipend, you know, first things like that. Mm -hmm. But then also it's just like, why do we even get here in the first place? Exactly. I agree with that. I think that's so weird. I'm in a in a good place in a sense where because of charter school and they make so much like funds, I don't have to do that. Um, Thank goodness. At least not. I don't do that often if I, you know, if ever. Most of the time they approve my purchases. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree because specifically public schools, they have to do that. And I think that's so ridiculous that we've gotten to a place where that's the country's so comfortable with that. Like that's 
yeah weird and then also teachers are underpaid so then like they're underpaid and you're making them buy the supplies that's a bit wild and you um, know they don't get the remote work off like they have to be there every day for for you know and that's mm-hmm. another thing too it's like if they have to be there every day then then obviously then time isn't really something that's as negotiable for folks because they want their you know children in school monday through friday mm-hmm. then if that's the case then really money is the only way to really increase the value of where you're working just because exactly. like where yeah where do you where do you give them that extra that extra boost that they need i don't want to say boost because that's not even a boost it's like the bare minimum <laughs> yeah you know um but yeah i think we just we're just redefining what bare minimum means for a lot of people and how a lot of work models don't meet that um so yeah alternative work, like going back on topic i feel like mm-hmm. like those are almost n- necessary in this age and if it's one thing that COVID is like good thing that came out of COVID is that these need to be legitimized and like it kind of forced a lot of places to adjust because they had no other choice but to um and now I'm glad there's like this conversation of people are like well even though we're slowly starting to get out of you know what 2020 is we still want to keep some of these changes that we made because it's for the betterment of everybody yeah I do agree um we started to see remote work be more blended like for example maybe they were like well we don't want you doing it fully remote which is like another topic because if it can be fully remote why don't you want the fully remote <laughs> but like some people will be like well, why don't you fully remote but we'll give you like two days remote at home okay that helps a blend that ended up working out for some people because i know like my mom she was all she was like oh i'm remote i'm remote i'm so excited and then she ended up being remote for so long she was like i need to get out of the house a bit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so she she that blend works for her and um, like you said it, uh, everyone doesn't work the same way so the fact that this whole nine to five thing is structured and supposed to be like the thing is weird for me i think i would thrive in a four-day work week um i think i would thrive in like a hybrid situation as well um I've been purposely like in this transition that I'm trying to make applying for jobs that I know would be good for my balance that I'm going for with work in mm-hmm. life. Cause I really am striving for that. I've been working towards it in my second year of teaching um, because my first well half of the year, my first half of the year was like horrible. I wasn't taking care of myself. I got my first gray hair. I was like, we're not, we're not about to be stressing uh. that bad. <laughs> Because it literally came up overnight. And I was like, if it comes up overnight, like, that's not good. But I was like, <laughs> you know. Um, me having gray hair. Since I know. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I, it just like made me realize I was like, I had really been stressing out and not taking care of myself. Yeah. I came out here, moved here because I was excited for the dance opportunities. And I didn't take my first dance class until like four months after I had moved because I had been so like, like kind of like buried in the work and I was like that's unfair to me and I'm not taking care of myself and once again this job is not going to care about me but they will find someone else so it's literally depriving of your passion yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I really like fought to like at least have a better balance so I was like okay I'm going to be a dance because my first half of the year I was a science teacher I was like no I asked to be a dance teacher I'm going to be a dance teacher I want you to transition (laughs) Mm -hmm. that process um closer school if possible if not um and then, you know, just kind of had to advocate for myself a bit. Um, as Also with pay, they were, were overworking me. They were paying me like associate teacher pay. And I was like, no, I'm doing lead teacher work. I'm in the yeah. classroom by myself. <laughs> you have to make you it to- match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm gonna need you to put that up. And they were like, you know what? You're right. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> pay is still low, but at least I'm getting paid a- to what it's supposed to be. But that's- You're not being paid dirt, but just the bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I definitely think I would thrive. And I, I think it's it definitely works because there's been like different um countries who's even like incorporated this. Like Bel- Belgian incorporated like four day work week. Um and like other countries have like done like test trials and stuff. And um they've said like business from a business perspective perspective, they were like, ooh, it improved productivity. Why? Because they're not as drained, right? Um yes. they're like, ooh, morale and team culture, better team culture because they're not as drained therefore they're not aggravated they're you know refreshed you know um so i really think that's a, a, it's helpful for the businesses and the companies but on the employee side as we said we're reducing our personal burnout um we have more life satisfaction because we're not at work 24 7 um right. and then 
you don't we're just like we're taking care of ourselves whatever that may look like everyone does it differently but at least they're doing it and I don't think it's happening as much just because that time is not allotted well I love that you bring up the the idea of like morale because like I think there's something to be said like one hour of an motivated high morale employee is probably going to get more work done than like three hours from someone who's burnt out like I think it legitimizes the idea of like a four hour like not four hour four day work model like more viable because it is like oh yeah like people because I think the main concern people always come with is like well you can just get you're gonna get less stuff done in the week um and you're gonna fall behind in like you know work or like your company goals or whatever but I think there's also a lot to be said about like we don't like I I don't I don't think I only speak for myself here but most people who work 40 hours a week isn't completely working those no, entire 40 no 40 because i've we, watched youtube yeah i could be on i know reddit's a big one like right. or like you TikTok. know you take small breaks or yeah. you're talking to your coworkers or mm-hmm. things like like if we really want efficiency and we really want like people to because there's no way we can do the whole eight hours thing like back to back just no. doing work like, yeah. like that's just not a human thing i don't Mm-mm. i don't think it's a human thing um, I've definitely worked days like that, but like it's not like conducive to just being a human being in general. Like I don't yeah. feel like it's 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 a doable thing. So I I appreciate that you bring that up because I feel like sometimes people bring up like oh this isn't viable, but you're like no like these countries are able to do it. it. Just takes restructuring and a little extra effort, which yeah, that's the part where people aren't willing to exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think there's this weird idea and like the government that if they're not working a nine to five they're not working and it's like it's a fun fact like I'm glad you brought that up as well I'm not working eight hours back to back <laughs> like no yeah. like I'll go and spend some t- hey girl how you doing <laughs> like yeah I need a break you know <laughs> like let me go talk to somebody oh I need a mental pause because as I said my job is incredibly draining and I need those pauses midday as well I'm just gonna eat my snack and just um read real quick or something like uh, the amount of times i've seen a fellow teacher just chilling and reading or doing their own thing we need that time nobody is out there doing it back to back to back no matter how much you're like oh you're supposed to be doing this yeah but you be chilling too (laughs) they they be chilling too so even management teams and things like that they have their chill time because as i said and as you said no person is back to back working for eight hours you're gonna find a little coffee break something something's gonna happen and um, realistically speaking, I don't think people even have that much, like, again, this is just speaking from my perspective, but it's like, people don't actually have that much work lined up. They don't expect you like, hey, yeah, this is going to exactly take you eight hours. So I'm going to give you exactly this much to do. It's more like, these are your hours. We ha- I have this for you. And then you get it done. And it's like, okay, I might have another thing for you. And it's like, at that point, mm-hmm. it's just like, what do you even know what you're asking me to do? Like, yeah. so many times I've heard, like, because I work with, you know, part-time employees too. And it's like so many times I've heard like, oh, they're coming in today. Can you come up with something for them to do? And I'm like, hello. Like, if you don't need them, why are you bringing them in? And then also, that doesn't mean that they should not pay them either, right? Right. Like you, like you have the work available for them if you they finish the work. Like I work with very efficient people, so it's like mm-hmm. if they get it done, then they get it done. And if that's all you have for the day, I say yeah. just let them go. You know. Thank you. Like, <laughs> like it's it's and and I think that like speaks to like maybe you know is it based on how much work we do or merit-based work or like the quality of the work that dictates our pay um I think they just want to take our time to be honest yeah they really do because I just I also want to approach it from like you know like we don't have to be the best workers in our space we don't have mm. to be like nope these superhuman ex- level of expectations like mm. people who don't work as quick or maybe like maybe have a harder time at work should also be able to make a livable wage and be able to you know do the things that they want to do and I think yeah it's like then you know so I I don't know I I feel like we just need to have like that's where you know I feel like having choice is really important Mm -hmm. you know like maybe like when you bring up remote work you know like you brought up like how some people don't like you know being at home by themselves and things like that yeah. like and I and I met people who are like yeah I don't like remote work like I want to be in person like I can't relate to that but they can yeah. um, <laughs> like for them it's like maybe if we just had the choice you know 
I think that's important. Yeah. Just giving folks the options and just Mm -hmm. being like, hey, like uh, one big thing for my like, I don't want to put my coworker on my blast or whatever, but it's like (laughs) she literally has to switch up jobs because like her schooling is conflicting with the hours of her work and they're not meeting up so she literally has to search for another job and it's like if she had the choice of when she wanted to work exactly that wouldn't have been such a big thing you know like it wouldn't have Mm -hmm. affected her the way it has but um yeah can i add that's where i feel like your work goes into your like how your success looks like just because like your work can either set you up or completely go against like what your Mm -hmm. goals for success look like yeah to add to that I want to say because I for me it's hard to balance like my goals of like my dance career and Mm -hmm. finding that time like auditions happen Monday through Friday midday you know or I'm in the morning but I work I have a full-time job in order to sustain you know my living (laughs) um part-time would be the perfect ideal because those are when you can create your own hours but as we said earlier you don't get the benefits part-time usually isn't paying as it should and things like that um but yeah that is the idea like choose when I work and then that's what when you also start rolling into people doing their own thing you know freelancing or entrepreneurship they create their own schedules I would also love that too because at this point I'm like the odds are against me (laughs) like (laughs) I really would just love to if I could do part-time and have a sustainable living I totally would to create my own hours you know do my own thing um and I think there's there's nine to fives out there that you know do that those eight hour work um the companies that are more flexible with your schedule mm-hmm. those people that are adapting those four-day work weeks the people that are changing up their hours in their work day but they are hard to find they are rare as well um but I'm glad you mentioned that um I do want to ask a question in regards to like finding work-life balance and what that success has looked like for you. Um, out of curiosity, what are some like strategies and tips that you have used to at least try to have like a sense of well-being and in like pursuing your personal goals outside of your work hours? Yeah, I think not, you know, not to be cliche, but like, I think first of all just being aware of what what you need is 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 a really big part like that's true I know that's a strange thing to say but out of college I I really didn't know what I needed sometimes you know like I just felt mm-hmm. weird and I'm like what do I need um turns out it was therapy so like yeah. you know that's one thing for me it's like I if you need like therapy is one really big thing I would advocate for because like if yeah. you really need that and a lot of times I think mental health brain comes into becomes a big part of the equation here just because mm-hmm. of, of the nature of work and what that looks like you know um being able to have those and this again coming from a privileged perspective like I have insurance to be able to cover that but yeah not everybody does so it's really about just finding something that can help you you know I don't want to take the place of therapy but just something therapeutic is is something that's yeah um very realistic you know I know we bring up exercise like I don't want to like bring it like as like oh you need to be doing something intense or anything like that but Mm -hmm. even like going on a walk just a walk yeah yeah or like just small all stuff like that helps a lot because I think about like people are like oh you need to be going to the gym and I'm like well some people don't make enough to be able to pay for a gym membership like you know like that's that's a big thing so I I don't want to like come from a place where it's like oh this I want like tips that can apply to everyone so like yeah Mm -hmm. like even walking is a big is a big thing that can help one thing that helps a lot for me and this isn't like a specific like tangible strategy but it's like knowing how to advocate for yourself you know Mm -hmm. like like when I was first in the work scene like I I was very much like oh I don't want to make anybody mad or I don't want to like you know um step on any toes or anything like that like I'm just a newbie so I don't feel like I have a lot I can say but in reality it's like no one's gonna really advocate for your needs except for yourself you know like yeah. There was one day where I just had to tell my boss, like, hey, I'm just n- not having a good time. Like, everything was fine the way that it was supposed to be, but I, my mental health was just not there at that day. And yeah, some some places aren't very accommodating towards that, but it's like being able to advocate for yourself regardless and being like, hey, these are my needs and I need these needs met. Mm-hmm. And I want to work together to, like, find a solution is... Yeah. I think a really big thing and that requires you to like know yourself and know like what your limits are and what you're willing to do and what you're not like yeah. um 
setting boundaries you know like those those things sound very like basic and sometimes a little bit easy but also it's like when push comes to shove like let's say you're someone a really nice coworker mm-hmm. asks you to like hey can you do like an extra hour of work and you want to do it for them because you like them but then also at the same time like knowing those boundaries and being like yeah, hey hard stop like I'm really tired today I you know I need to leave like that was something I I, I had to learn for myself you know like saying no is okay to, um yeah. and it's reframing your mind to be like it's not that I hope people aren't mad at me but it's like people mm-hmm. shouldn't be mad at me 100 percent, yeah and if they are then like that's something that you know they need to work on in terms of like their expectations for people but mm-hmm. it's just that rewiring I think um especially coming out of college where like it's such a people pleasing kind of area where like you just want to be liked um mm-hmm. and have approval yeah. from the people you work for and the people around you like it's it's a different world outside of that so yeah. um yeah just advocating for yourself and just being like yeah I I deserve so and so and you know that mentality I I like that I am a huge like promoter of that as well I've also been figuring that journey out um I have had moments where I've advocated for myself and I've gotten pushback and then I had to push right back again (laughs) because I know the things that I ask for are not ridiculous I'm very self-aware and I I really think a lot before I do make actions and so like if I'm asking you for something or I'm asking for balance or I'm asking for um reasonable expectations in the work I do then I'm going to push back on you and tell you that now you're being unreasonable um and then usually they found that they are they won't admit it (laughs) but they'll be like you know oh okay well here's what we're gonna do um I've the 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 pro was me moving was me changing schools and being closer the con was me dealing with a different management team and them just having a very interesting environment but that's a whole other story but um I agree with that in that case scenario though I did find advocating for myself but also then deciding once again reminding myself I'm important my dance pursuits are important those are the things that I prioritize Yes, I will put in the work I put in for the kids, but I'm going to be strategic about it so I can get work done fast. I'm focused. I have things on my to do list, making sure I get them done at work. Um, Being a teacher, I didn't mention this um in this podcast, but, you know, uh, sometimes a lot of that work ends up having to come home. So I didn't even talk about what those hours could look like. Right. Yeah. Um, And so I've been really strategic with trying to make sure I do things. In those work hours, so I don't have to take it home with me. Easier said than done, because as you said before, people love to waste time. Why are we have a meeting and you have nothing to say? You know, like, you know, you're you're saying nothing right now. You just <laughs> yeah. want to waste my time because you have yeah. to put a meeting in place. Like, don't do that. I, um, I'm re- I really am a big one on like. Be aware of the time that you were taking from people. Don't just take time just because you you want to and you just want to you want to say that they were working. I could be working and not being in front of your face. Yeah, you know, as a teacher, I do that already. They were like, "Oh, if you can't get it done here, take it home." Okay, then. Well, if you don't need me here, let me go home. (laughs) You know, right? Yeah, you have like one thing to contribute for like the first five minutes, and then you're stuck for the rest of the time. Like they just be mushing. You can tell too when they don't have anything. Yeah, it's. Thanks for saying that too, because it's (laughs) so many times I've been asked to like participate in meetings. They're like, "Can we meet about this to discuss this?" And I'm like. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then I go into it and then you realize that it's just an email that they sent you. T, yeah. That they're just repeating over and over. And again, I think it goes back to like, no one's really working for the entire eight hours and they need to find something to do to fill it up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really just annoys me. It's just like, we don't need to find more work to do. Like if there's, like if we do what we need to do, then maybe we need to like rethink like what our work days look like. But I don't think the solution to that is like giving more work. I, I, yeah, it's just- yeah 100%. sometimes meetings are good because it takes you away from like you know like crunch like being on your computer or whatever but like for the most part it's it's really yeah. not that interesting <laughs> I've been in productive ones but like the thing is though like they're very rare like yeah I have to gear myself up to go back to work at the end of the month and the be- the first two weeks of coming back is just meetings after meetings after meetings and a lot of them 
don't need to happen. So I'm mentally preparing myself for that um, because a lot of them don't end up being productive. And sometimes they listen to us when we say that and sometimes they don't. And we'll see what happens this year. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say, though, um, specifically for me and finding my um, uh, maintaining my care and pursuits, I like I said, I said, I'm me first. So I was like, no, I haven't taken a dance class in a week. No, I'm taking a dance class. Yeah, I'm a little tired from work. Okay, so what do I need to do to take that workload off and prioritize my main goals in my main journey? Also ends up being exercise and me moving my body outside mm -hmm. of, you know, the my work environment. And um, I just think that helps, you know, watching TV and not just coming home, showering and going to sleep, you know, like uh, simple things like that, you would think. But I really just found time for me reading on the train now, you know, and like, I enjoy reading things like that. Yes. So I really tried to find blends in which I can mesh it a little bit more into my daily living. Um, Once again, easier said than done. It's still a journey Um, because one day I could have a whole bunch of work to do. And one day I have the easiest day ever. Um, it's never the same. Um, right. So that's a struggle. Um, but I did want to ask you last question before mm -hmm. we um head off. What do you think the future of work looks like for us? Do you think that the U S will adapt to alternative ways? And if so, um, do you think it will happen soon later? What do you think <sighs> is going to happen? I think, I think there's going to be a struggle just because, I mean, we already see it now. Like it's like people already like being against the idea of remote work because they think it limits productivity or blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, people trying to scare people into going back into the workplace. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I think there's going to be a, a struggle of like differing opinions about what needs to happen. For me, what I, I guess like, what I would want to see in the future is like, again, just more flexibility and more options for people. Like I want to see diverse work styles. Like we kind of see it now, like, you know, depending on the industry that you're in, like, you know, yeah. an actor's work day is going to look completely different from like a teacher's work day, but mm -hmm. like just even more diverse than that. Like I want to see like, you know, how a company uses their time to accomplish the goals that they set out to do you know, yeah. um, how they consider time and money to be, you know, equivalent. And I think that really just comes with having, I want to say a mix of like set policies, you know, like of the, the backbone of things like, you know, minimum wage and, you know, mm -hmm. hour work days and things like that, but also, you know, um, how each company or boss or person chooses just how intentionally they want to use their employees you know I think like we're we're at the cusp I think like I don't think we're we are heading into a society where it's like oh we're gonna go back to just regular structure like I think yeah. there's enough of an outcry from people to reconsider it I just don't think it's gonna happen as quickly as we wanted to like we're in pretty progressive areas like you and me like we're in pretty progressive areas of the nation so I mm -hmm. can see it happening more likely for us but I also think about like the service industry like I can't imagine the amount of outcry that people are going to have because like let's say for example we go to a four-day work week and Friday counts as a as a weekend um yeah. like, like how some like shops you know how how customers would take that and how that would look like and you know like I think there's I don't want to say that you know we as a collective need to take sacrifices but I do think there's like changes that need mm -hmm. to happen and it's a conversation of whether like the greater society wants that because we we love the status quo you know mm -hmm. we want things to stay the same so um yeah. when push comes to shove and when inconveniences and changes need to happen like I I just want to I'm just wondering how that's going to work out but yeah. I think there's there's definitely going to be a change I just don't know what it's going to look like what about you I agree I too I too wonder what it's going to look like because we are starting to slowly see it. But once again, we see it in specific industries. I see tech companies, to be honest, um, having more of that fluidity and flexibility mm -hmm. um, yeah. than other more like business based companies outside of, you know, like the irregular schedules of like actors and dancers and um, people right. who are like entrepreneurs and stuff. Um, so I would like to see that happen more. I it is hard because, like, as you said before, teachers are relied on to you know low-key babysit the children so the parents can work <laughs> their eight-hour shift you know um so 
I, I think it would help if it was fully adapted some way. Um, and so then everyone's in a balance and, you know, maybe that four day work week is the, like the helpful solution. Um, I, I, I don't see any working person opposing that, but I do see government opposing it. Um, and that's a whole other thing, but yeah, I, I have an issue with people who haven't really been working nine to fives for a very long time, making decisions for us. Um, but yep. you know, I, I would love to see it. I just don't know when it would happen because I definitely see a lot of pushback because we're so used to everything being the same, just like you said, right. that status quo. And I I see that happening because we see that happening already with like, right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, so annoying. Right but yeah, now. we see that happening right now. So I can only imagine what they would think in regards to jobs. But I, I definitely think the way to go first in, in the way it's happening is like that slow company to company decision making. Yeah. But I think the company has to be willing and they have to, as you said, I love that you said that how intentional they want to you know, use their employers, um, employees, because right now it's not intentional. There's no care in the employees. Um, therefore, they, these turnover rates and things like that. I think if they want to retain and keep these employees, they have to put some care into them. And that's not happening right now. Um, so I would love to see that. Also, too, there's a different like. For example, you got different companies in different places, Microsoft in one place, Microsoft in another. If, for example, Microsoft in, I think, I can't think of the country now, but Microsoft in another place uh, uh, mm, adapted a four-day work week. Okay, Microsoft, mm -hmm. you're one company. So you you saw it successful in right. one country and just was like, nah, okay, so y'all are trying to be cute at this point. Like, yeah. are, they don't care. Like, are you acting because of the laws or are you acting because, like, you actually mm -hmm. care? Yeah. So I don't yeah. know, but we'll see. I do hope for the best though, because I think that I think our, our generation is seeing like, y'all been doing this. <laughs> We're like y'all been doing this. Yeah. Y'all thought yeah, this we have, okay? we have the nerve. <laughs> yeah. We have, like, we have the nerve to say something. Cause it's just like, it's this idea of, Oh, you know, you just got to work. You just got to work to get the money and stuff. But then, but we're seeing like, but the money is not paying the bills the way they're supposed to. So I'm not about to be working like this decades along, along the line. Like this is ridiculous. So, yeah. but yeah, I would love to see changes. Um, listeners, tell us what you think. This is a topic that could go on forever. Um, I could talk I about this oh, for so long in so many different ways. Um, do you think the work style is going to change? What's your favorite type of alternative work style, your ideal work style? As I said, I love the idea of a four day work week. I also love remote work. Uh, same for Andrew. Like, I, I think I'm a remote girly. Um, but let us know. You can always let us know in the Q&A section. Um, thank you so much, Andrew, for joining today's episode and sharing your thoughts. Um, yeah. I, I'm so glad I pulled you for this episode because like uh, everything that you said is just like, mm, I was catching it. Um, I love chatting with you. It's always yeah. a great time. I know. Same. Um, and also make sure if you. Oh, wait. Um, I did want to mention. Poll. Yes or no. Is nine to five a scam? So Ooh. I do want y'all to say, I do want y'all to think about this. Do you think nine to five is a scam? My vote, I would say is yes. That's my poll vote. Yeah. I went into this kind of like maybe, but now I'm kind of, I'm more like a solid yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've convinced you and me, I convinced myself and you convinced me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I th I'm pretty sure I was already a yes. And I was like, I'm going to wait till the conversation and I'm still 100% yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, to the listeners, go ahead, go to that uh, poll section, answer yes, no, and I'll put a maybe. And also, if you want to give a more detailed response, answer in that QA section. Don't forget to share, like, and follow this podcast. Send it to a friend, a family member, a loved one. Follow me at Kayvana on Instagram to get podcast updates and just stay updated on what's going on. Get some sunshine, get some air, have an amazing week. I will see you next week on the Introverts Social Hour. Thanks for joining. Bye.